Howdy, and welcome to the Three Stride Podcast, where we take a humorous look at the equestrian world. Here are your hosts, Laura Fernandez, Julia Hansen, and Molly Heroy. Giddy up. Oh, we were born ready. We were born ready. We were born ready. Um, Molly, you're texting. I'm really important and busy. What are you busy? What She's are you a texting? business owner. What are you texting about? What is, read the text message. Read the text <laughs> message. Us. Who is it? It's my friend Lacey. Um, Ooh, Lacey. Okay. Oh, Lacey. Oh, Lacey. <laughs> oh, Lacey. So what? <coughs> okay, Molly. We have dinner plans tonight. I'm trying to make my last day of my kids' spring break fun. So we're going doing? to Uptown Jungle Indoor Playground and then pizza with our bestie from preschool. Okay. I want to do that. <laughs> Hashtag mother of the year. Okay, that. so that's what the text chains. But welcome to the Three Stride Podcast. Um, it's a pleasure to be here with the both of you. Um, JC Fernandez is here in replacement of Engineer Andrew. Yes. Engineer Andrew is uh, in Disneyland right Wait, now. Is he really? really? Is he in Disneyland? Yeah, he's a, yeah. for fun. Yeah. Why else are you going to? Is Engineer Andrew a Disney adult? No, he's going with a uh, friend. Okay, I was like, oh, we're going to find and a- their kids or. No, a Disney I, adult friend. A Disney adult friend. A friend of his that works at the radio station, Mix ninety four point one, is broadcasting. Oh, okay, okay, yes. okay. I was like, is it just like a trip to Disney, like for so, some? Yeah, I want to go to Disneyland with you. There's no way I would ever sit foot <laughs> on. Have you Disneyland. been to Disneyland? No, I went to Disney World as um, a twelve year old because okay. I grew up on the East Coast. Yeah. So we went to Disney World, and I did hated one. Di- I hated it. <laughs> went one day, and I said, "Take me back, take me back to the hotel." You hated it at twelve. Didn't like it. I just was. What not- didn't you like? The line. Um, That's the worst. I just. I remember it was the crowds. It was hot. Not enough vegan treats. I mean, I was she twelve. Was a vegan then. I was. I she wasn't. Was vegan. I was eating butter. cheese. Left and right. But I did love it was um, what's the really I think we stayed at the Grand Floridian or something. And I remember they had an amazing Shirley Temple and fried shrimp. Shirley Tim- Shirley Temples and fried shrimp. I was not expecting. That's disgusting. Fried shrimp. I love fried shrimp. How dare you talk about my baby like that? <laughs> There's always shrimp on this podcast. I loved fried shrimp. Have you had fried shrimp before? Like popcorn shrimp? No. Like it was the full buttered up. Uh, butterfly. Butterfly. <laughs> And it was shrimp. I would get the shrimp, sh- uh, the fried shrimp, and the Shirley Temple. Or it's like my at usual the- <laughs> Shirley Temple and shrimp. At the Grand Floridian. That was my only uh, delightful part. But yes, Engineer Andrew is at, in Disneyland. But I did go into his fridge. <laughs> oh my gosh. Honestly, it was the grossest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. How it long was, do you think that was in there? It was full on mold. The whole container was just mold. And I well, it was and the hairs, fact that it was I, in the fridge and that moldy, it's not like it was sitting out and got moldy. Sent, so that's been I, in there a while. I sent it to Andrew. I go and he wrote WTF. Where was that? I'm like in your fridge. He goes, you can have it. You can have it if you want. I probably won't eat it. I've never seen anything so gross and then he told me to burn it did you send him the picture when he offered you the meal (laughs) the whole thing was just so gross i put our fresh juices in there for the both of you and i saw that and it was a green monster um yeah 
You know what we're going to do, though, Julia? We're going to draw a big old dick. <laughs> we're now Engineer Andrew is just part of this because yeah. I have a plan right after this is done. I have a plan. What's your plan? I can't. Oh, I can't yeah, say it. Yeah, I can't yeah, say it. Okay, so we always talk about his Stanley Cup. He left it here. I'm going to put a bunch, like a penis drawing at the bottom of it. And then I'm just going to hide penises all over his office. Okay. <laughs> well, I was going to put one in it. So then he's like, oh my gosh, she got me on the inside. Then on the bottom, he won't see that one coming. So he's drinking it and there's a penis on the bottom. So he's like, oh, I found it on the inside. I'm good. I'm safe. No. Why can't we just uh, take a Sharpie and draw the big dick on the Stanley Cup? Those are like $60. I'll buy him a new one. I'll buy him a new one. Just Let for that edition colors. You know what? You all in your Stanley Cup. I don't have one. I have one. Okay. I'm so old school. I have two. Jay. Um, Molly's rich. <laughs> one percenter. Oh. Uh, Jay, you have a story. Yes. Okay. So first off, ladies, let me tell you. Found a new show last night. Oh, I'm hooked. Farmer Wants a Wife. That's the name. What channel? You should apply. Oh, we're not going back there. <laughs> <laughs> We don't want that. We only move forward also, on the, the three stride podcast. The, the crop there. The I just crop got of, the joke. I just got the joke. I was like, oh, I no, got no. the joke. Because honestly, I was watching and I was like, I would be so good on this show. And then I was like, no, no. We Wait, what uh, platform? So it's on cable. I think it's ABC. I just watched it on Hulu because I don't have cable. I get my yeah. cord cutter. Um, so <laughs> I was watching it last night and it's four ranchers, four rancher men, and they each have a group of five women that go out to live on their ranch for six weeks doing, yeah. I don't know, farming ranch stuff. stuff, farming stuff. And all of them, of course, have never been around horses or pigs or done anything on a farm. Yeah. So one of the ladies last night was talking on her first date with the rancher and I'm sitting there just listening and all of a sudden I start counting up likes she's throwing out. Oh, in literally one minute of speaking, she had 16 likes 16. So much to the point where I felt she was just throwing them in for fun. Now that's all you notice. That's what I'm saying. I, yep. Oh, all I could hear was likes from everyone. So I'm sitting there in bed. All right. I'm sharing this out because we are not the only ones. We are not the only ones. That but you don't like. realize it until someone brings it up to you. And then or you hear back. yourself. Yeah. When I heard myself uh, say like at least 20 times within five minute span, I really did want to poke my eyes out. A filler or actually two filler words that I cannot handle is kind of. It's like, oh, it's kind of like blue. And no, 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 it is it actually is. blue is using kind of. But yeah, listening to that and listening to me say like was pretty awful and mortifying. That should be a form of punishment. Oh, yeah. Just listening back and to then, yourself um, on something. Then I also got heat for not letting Julia talk and finish <laughs> her story at the very end. Did you listen to the last one? I haven't heard it yet. Oh, so yes. We were wrapped up. We were saying goodbye. And Julia decides to, and this is episode one, Julia Julia decides to give, um, provide another oh, story. I remember you cut her right off. I did. I yeah. cut her right off. But then um, Missy came up to me. She goes, well, I mean, if you cut her off like that, she goes, I wouldn't want to speak either. And I was like, abuse puppy. Oh my gosh. Then this stems from Julia and I, Molly had a little, little bit of a snafu. And I will take, Recently? I, Two days Friday. ago. I was like, um, Friday. I'm going to preface that JC, when I... I'll uh, video if you guys want to wrestle. 
And I said, if there was one person that I want to wrestle. It's me, pregnant? Nope. Is Julia. I would love she to wrestle. She wants to go in like a cage with me and just go. And yeah. I was like, well, I got I got the the reach on me. Yeah. I don't and know. the weight. I think you're a strapping young yeah. lass. I think I am. But you might click into rage mode and like that's rip an I ear said, off. Something just might trigger. Just, yeah, she might Mike really. Tyson you or something. See, I could see that. So I'll, I'll share because this is, again, it is on me. This was We're all our, about keeping it real here at the Three Strikes We're keeping it real. <laughs> Is um, so Julia. So normally, if I can't ride, I have one of the um, trainers ride the boys. It's just the way that I, I do it. It's the program, I, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the program. And if and then on uh, occasions, I'll have, or actually, pretty often, I have Julia ride the horses, and I do like an update. And Julia's good. She'll she send likes me a picture. She I likes like a picture update. But here's my thing, and I, I'm gonna backtrack a little bit before I go into uh, the little snafu. I don't know. Little spat. It was like a sister moment. It was a sister moment that she and I had over text. When I do have anyone ride the horse, and I'm talking about like trainers, I love an update because I invest a you know, I invest the money into like, hey, you ride my horse and I just want a quick little update. And so I feel that's pretty normal. Like, hey, your horse felt like this and maybe um, you should start doing this. So I learn things like that I can incorporate. Time? Yeah. But OK, here's my thing, Molly. I come from a world you have to look at what of updates and also when I work with clients on their advertising campaigns, like I'm constantly updating yeah. them on the progress, how the campaign is doing. So I'm always updating. I'm also one to really make sure that I'm over servicing. I'm like, hey, this campaign yeah, well, is doing you're, this. You, you have a sales background. So you're, that's your whole it's, thing. It's sales. Service. and yeah. Yes. And so I do. Yeah. I like an update because I invest into the train rides. So anyway, with Julia, I guess it was, I was at a work event recording. We were doing this, um, this, this podcast. way smaller, dumb yeah, podcast compared to two bears, two bears, one cave. We were doing a live podcast recording for my actual job. And there was a couple of things that were happening at the event. So I was already, cause I have to hold in so much from a work standpoint. I make sure to keep everything pretty controlled. Even if something annoys me, I just have to keep it dialed in. Um, so I was a little high, little hyper. So Julia sends me a message and she was like, hey, horses, um, Sylvan was great, um, made a comment. And then she told me Garcon was a little stinky. He uh, <laughs> didn't. How dare you? I said he started stinky. He was way behind my legs. So I had to get after him. And then he was great. Yeah. I was like, then he'll be lovely. He's great. Then he'll be lovely for and did you. did that affect that, so, you? So, I didn't so say he'll be core. lovely for you. I said he'll be a lovely angel. He should be a lovely angel. That's what I said. It should be a lovely angel. I don't know if I actually do not have the text message. I do. But <laughs> read the text. Read the text. The whole thing. The whole thing. Even JC knows Laura takes this stuff seriously. We were at the horse show and I told Laura that horses had the IQ of like a brick. And JC's like, don't say that. <laughs> I'm like, but then Laura, you're in charge. It's a farm animal. He's got the IQ of that brick over there. And JC's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Do not take like, that da, back. Da, 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 cut, but cut. I, but it was a good realization for me is that I am, and Julia had, we had, I apologize because I got very snippy because I was like, hey, are you saying that I'm not No, able let to me just my- read it. 
I said, Garcon started a little stinky and legit tuned my leg and spur out completely when I asked for trot. So I got after him and he should be lovely. He should be a lovely, sweet angel. Did a ton of bendy stuff and transitions with collection and extension. And he was so great. So Laura said, oh, so funny. Garcon has been feeling so great and in front of my legs. Sorry. (laughs) Truly the best he's ever felt. He's always a good boy for me. So then I was like, okay, like, I don't know. I'm not saying he's not good for you. Like, I'm just, you wanted an update. So then I was like, uh-oh. After that, I was like, uh-oh. You woke the beast. Uh-oh. And so I was just like, oh, I asked Missy, and she said he starts like that sometimes. After that, he was so good. It was probably just a test. And then so Laura was like, did you not like riding him? Do you not think I ride him well then? Do you think he's terrible? Do you hate him? Do no, you and I was like, him? he's my favorite. He's li- I really would put him as my favorite horse in the barn behind my two. Seriously. And so I was like, no, I'm not saying that at all. I love riding him. He's so great. It just kind of spiraled from there as Laura was, you're coming at me saying you think he was bad and I'm not a good rider. And I was like, no, not at all, especially coming from no, me. No, I think my biggest... And, and again, I, I apologize, but I think my biggest thing is with the boys that I am very protective and I am take everything about if they are bad, I take that very personally to me because I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I do wrong to make them be like that? Because, you know, in my head, I was like, Garcon's been feeling great. I was like, why they did he act? free will though. You got to separate yes. it. But then I also, I think my biggest, my biggest fear is I do not fear failure. I do not fear success, but I fear judgment. And when someone makes a comment about, my horse, and again, I fully admit this is not the way to think. When someone makes a comment about my horse and the way they feel or they're not moving right, when I'm the one that's riding them 99% of the time, I blame myself. So it's more of me blaming myself. You take it as like a personal attack on you versus yeah. just Yeah, like and it's board. it's not the right way. It's not, and I, I fully apologize, is that it's not the right way to think. I have such a fear of judgment, and I'm, I'm working through that. I'm very vulnerable on the show, is I, I work through that, and I think with my riding, because I, I try so hard, I try so hard to be a good rider, to give my horses the best life, to ride them, well. And so when someone and Julie and I were making this comment that I don't have kids, I couldn't have, you know, kids. And so when I, these are, these are my children. And so so her mama bear comes out, especially in the horses. Yeah. That like protection of what are you saying? You know, that's my thing. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's sorry. I'm like, no, it's okay. But it is like, I'm, I'm, I, I try so hard. And that's where even the other day it was like contact was, oh gosh, contact was like legit lost his mind the other day. He, um, they put a mare right by contact and contact's been by the same horse forever for six years, a gelding, all all geldings, all geldings in that row. They put a mare. And I'm not kidding you. He lost his. When mind. she was in heat, like backing up, That's so strange. That's what I was. I, yeah, like, like that shouldn't like on a horse with z- essentially zero testosterone after being gelded. That he was screaming, fully erect, tried to mount 
over the thing. He's trying to like get out of the stall into her stall. It was it, it was like what's happening what kind of here? Ho horse. I thing? know. I was like, what has she got? Like, was Fiona? I know. <laughs> but there was, um, and so I'm like really trying to manage him, and I, I knew what I was doing, but then it was like I feel like there's this piece of where people, and I got to stop caring what people think. Is I am I. I really want to get past this point of like the judgment and being scared. And that's where I, I'm, I hate it. I, I, I hate if you it. Keep working on that. You'll have growth in that area too, because as you get older, everybody realizes and has to go, okay, like I need to work on this, this or this. But I do think like with the horses and the training part, I get what you're saying when they're like, Oh, this or this. And I'm like, okay, well, I trained this horse from scratch. And now you're like, okay, she's doing this. Judy will be like, I rode your horse. She was so fun. She, this and this. She's like, it's really not that hard to, for one thing that Fiona does is she drifts right. She's like, it's really not that hard to control that right drift. And I'm like, mm, kind of is. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're like, but it is. And, you know, you have to like initially go like, okay, hold on. Let me think about it for a second. And I'm like, okay, yes. The thing I need to work on to control it is she's and as you keep talking through it she's like if you stay ahead of it and you're always planning mm -hmm. for it it's really easy to control her her shoulders and her withers once she's already out the door it's hard to get her back mm -hmm. to straightness even if you have a moment of okay well you're like okay it's not that hard when it's something <laughs> that i over and over am yeah. assessing and whatever else i have to like take a breath and go okay less emotion more learning and yeah. more Make it applicable. Let's keep talking about Build it a little bit. It. So we go instead of, oh, it's not that hard to control her shoulder. Well, okay. How did you make it easy? Yeah. Okay. By staying ahead of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it really is. I mean, I think every day I want to do better and I, I feel I, like you just put too much pressure on yourself for all this stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that for, for riding, I mean, in my career, I feel good. I'm solid there. And I think that this is something that... Well, this is like your Achilles heel of you want it so bad and you love it. And it's that catch-22 of you want it so bad and you love it where it's your greatest source of joy and happiness and release and all of this. But then at the same time, it's like you put so much pressure on yourself where it can, it's the quickest thing where you can be, feel this way of like, I feel attacked or I don't feel good enough or I feel judged. And I used to get the same way when I did Eck. I got so in my head to the point where I just had to go run around the jumpers for six months because I put so much pressure on myself where I started doubting myself and my ability that I couldn't even get around the course, yeah. not because the horse, but it was me in my own way. And I had to kind of reset and be like, I know what I'm doing and this is fun. It became not fun for me. And I had to, you know, I didn't want it to ruin my fun because I put so much pressure on myself. Yeah. And you have so much control and so much organization in every aspect of your life. This is something that's just so You can't have all the Yeah, the horses are yeah. just that I wild. think sometimes some of that maybe just gets transferred into the horse area of your life when you're I'm like not organized. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Timestamp that. Timestamp it. No, I, I I agree. And I going back to our sisterly fight, I do <laughs> I do apologize on the podcast because uh, I do appreciate you riding the boys. And JC, why are you moving the desk up and down? <laughs> we get it, JC. Your desk moves. 
JC's moving it. He's like, um, we're at a deep moment in JC's moving JC's the desk. JC's desk is going up. up JC's like, all right, that's enough. Wrap it that's, up. Yeah, and we're out. <laughs> like you said, when we talked on one of the episodes, this sport is 80% mental. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people, especially people like all of us, we want to be successful at this. We love doing this. We do put pressure on ourselves sometimes too much where it gets in our own way. And I think a lot of people in this sport do the same because, you know, you're putting all this money in, you're putting all this time in it's your horse's care. It's full. It's, it's a whole aspect of people sacrifice a lot yes, to do this sport. That's what like, I'm saying. Yeah. It's not like we're kicking a soccer ball and paid for shin guards yeah. and a cleats. <laughs> yeah. you know, there's so much into it. And you can't be half-assed in this sport and be at the levels we're at and compete and do all of this without being fully invested into it and really, you know, spending the time, spending the money, yeah. being involved. And I think that's why, you know, writing is so mental because you're not just half-assing it. No. And I think that Another thing that I am not giving, you know, not caring about the judgment because that does eat at me yeah. is um, or the fear of judgment. And that's something, gosh, I, I I pray that one day that's going to be past me. Also, energy in the ring is I'm definitely an energy person. I can feel energy. And if there's someone there that's not like you know, whether they're, they're having some own, their own problems in the show in not in the show ring, but in the, the ring at home, I can feel that. Like I can feel their frustration. And then I start really internalizing what they're feeling, whether it's like their horses stopping left and right. And I'm trying to really not let that impact me. And that's a, one of the big reasons we make a joke of when I used to lead the show ring is I would not only get frustrated with myself, but I would get frustrated with the energy in the ring mm -hmm. because if the energy was not perfectly lined up of then I was, gosh, this is not going to end well. And maybe it is because of my injuries. Maybe it is because I've had the times I've broken bones have been not the best energy. But one thing uh, that Molly's trainer, Udi's spoke to me so much about is the visualization. I know I bring this up a lot mm -hmm. is the other day that I was still off. I mean, I don't, again, mercury and retrograde, whatever it is, but there was weird energy in the, sh in the ring at home. And I was jumping and I go, okay, Laura, you got to pull your head out of your ass right now. Like you, you cannot just not do this. And I really took everything I had, but I was focusing on just keeping my eyes up and finding one thing to look at. And mm -hmm. that was, I was able to do it. That was the first day was a couple of days ago that I was able to successfully do it when energy was not perfectly lined up for me. I know. I mean, when it's like you can, I feel like if you start to feel yourself in that headspace of the energy isn't right or this other horse in the ring is, I don't, I don't like this, anything like that. I feel like having the conscious effort and I've had to do the same, not on energies with other people, just like my own nerves and stuff and anticipation is I'm having the thought process now of like, you're having a thought process of the energy isn't good. I don't like this. It's like, okay, well, how can I ch have this thought, channel it into something more positive and then take all the energy I would be putting into focusing on how the arena feels weird right now or how I don't like how this lesson before me is going and channeling it into, okay, how am I going to build off of this and turn it around and get the most out of it? Because it's just like redirecting the energy into something positive. Like you always oh, say, yeah. manifest it. 
I'm going to manifest a better lesson now or yeah. like manifest this person leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I used to not even be able to go in the show ring if I saw someone fall right before me. I still don't love that, but. That's, I hate that's, that's that is the that, worst. That, that sucks for anyone. I think anybody's like, oh, okay, great. And they have to rebuild the jump, and they're like, hold on, they're raking. You're like, ah, when ambulance I go? is pulling that person yeah. out. I'm that like, this doesn't feel right. Like that happened I, uh, to me in Temecula, and it was like a in and out set on the end of the ring, right towards the in gate, which was like five AB or something. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm up here. I'm ready to go. I'm gonna watch one go so I can. It's freaking crashed through <laughs> the in and out r- head on right at me at the end gate. And, and I'm they're like, like, Molly, ready? And they're like, okay, Molly. I'm like, okay, here we go. No. Can't wait. But there is. I killed I, it though. You did? Oh, of course you did. I mean, it was a rough start, but. <laughs> hey, we, we got through. Hey, it was double clear in third. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Those glasses get big. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I really do. I, I apologize, my dear friend. I, I wasn't even upset either. I just was like, <laughs> all right, whatever. Was, yeah. Meanwhile, I like think I spoke to JC about it at least a dozen times. And then like, JC, yeah. <laughs> JC, what was it? You made this one comment about walking on eggshells with me. And JC's like, one point for Julia. <laughs> he goes, welcome to my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. JC is a very compassionate man. I am not that bad. <laughs> Jay-Z's like, yeah. When he read Julia's comment out loud, I'm like, oh, point Julia. <laughs> He's like, I've been wanting to say that one for a while. Get it, girl. Yeah. He's like, someone else said it wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> there was another comment. Oh, oh. <laughs> He's like, I've been wanting to say this for He's a like, while. He's like, hey, I did something about uh, the laundry. <laughs> Tell put, her to say that she doesn't close the doors. Yeah, I was going to say, put something in there about leaving the cabinets open. <laughs> Uh, good times, good times. This was a nice uh, therapeutic episode. I am going to see a hypnotherapist, though. I'm so. I want to hear about. I that. would do that. I am uh, going to see a hypnotherapist. I'm. I'm so. We curious. talked about that a long time ago. Yes. So it's happening uh, in two days. Oh my! Oh, I'm so yeah. curious about I know, this. I can't I'm to hear really about that, excited. Actually. Watch I come out. I'm like doing GPs. <laughs> you literally are just like. I don't give a beep about anyone else. Nope, I don't care. F you, F you, F you. Peace out, bitches. You're like, I don't pay attention to anyone but myself and my horse now. I become Watch the, me succeed. I become the most arrogant. You're going to like crush everyone. You start your own barn. She goes pro. Yeah, she just starts like poaching like clients Start, and starts her own barn. Imports a bunch of three-year-olds. I'm ready to go. She starts a breeding program too. She's like, yeah, I got I'm gonna get breeding. Bites. I'm going to get buys Desert International Horse Park. Runs her own show circuit. Now Laura Fernandez International Horse Park. But you only let like 20 people in. <laughs> no, you're not allowed. You're like, sorry, strict list. Everyone can apply, but we don't have a high acceptance rate. <laughs> Talk about my narrow list. It's <laughs> awesome. Okay, it'd be the most on-time, well-run show, though. You can't, you can't knock that with lots of juices and water. Oh yeah, vegan treats, vegan treats, only oh, vegan stuff. Wazoo. It would be organized. Okay, catch new episodes every Tuesday, and follow us on all social channels at the Three Stride Podcast.